FUBAR Fest 2019, June 29th, DBA 256 in Pomona, California, with Siamese. On how we live. Hope. Walking through his neighborhood looking for someone to prove. Anonymous. Yeah, do while you don't add a board bin. Burners. The average Joe and the bench warmers. Run down creeps. The fallen electric. Listen, here's the story. From Zero to Hero if you And Wolves Inside Free entry 21 and over Go to FooBarShow.com Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fubar Show! Ah, what is up, everyone? I am Josie. I'm Josh. Thank you all very much for listening to the Fubar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod of most favorite podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Fubar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foo? Of course. Yes. I am fucking excited today because <laughs> we have one of the bands that I've been following for quite some time. We have Antagonist. Ooh, Ooh, what up? How's going it going, on, fellas? It's cracking, man. Hey, uh, hey. This, is a, this is a goddamn treat. Uh, <laughs> I've been following you guys since, uh, man, since probably, what is it, 02? You guys established yourselves back in the Whittier area uh, around, was around that time, would you say? We started the band in 1998. That sounds about right. fucking <laughs> believe it. <laughs> we were 14 years old, and we, me and Lon over here met in gym class, and... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we jammed and they're like, "Hey, man, we we need a drummer. You want to play drums for our band?" <laughs> so we just celebrated our twentieth anniversary. Yeah, of the band. son. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. We're older than like most kids that come to see us. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Well, yeah. introduce yourselves and let everybody know what you play. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm Carlos. Mm-hmm. I play guitar and I yell a lot <laughs> in the band. I never say I sing because that would be a terrible thing if I sang. So go, <laughs> you go ahead, sir. My name is Orlando Lon Garcia. I am the drummer in mm-hmm. the band. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're not related, by the way. No. <laughs> oh, you're not? No. It's like Buster and Babs Bunny. There it is. <laughs> no relation, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it blow my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over the years, just seeing biographies written about as little blurbs on websites, always. It's funny. The brothers, Garcia, like... Like, no, dude. No, we're just, there's just a lot of Mexicans in Whittier. <laughs> right. There's a lot of Garcias, and we're just two of the many. So. Throw a stone, you'll hit a Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's exactly right. It's like, yeah, my legal name's Jose. You know? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so where do I start? Yep. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, 98, man, and uh, 20 years, and we're now on 20. In a half years or something. Something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we're still going, man. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. So um, I came to know you guys back in maybe around 02 or 
03, give mm-hmm. or take, because mm-hmm. uh, one of my good friends, Anthony, who does his own podcast called The Bystanders Podcast, nice. uh, is yeah. uh, he introduced me to you guys through just going to Skateland. Yeah. There was a huge scene happening yes, at that time. Was. Around that time, uh, Skateland had a bunch of bands. Uh, before we started recording, I mentioned a couple other bands that you guys <laughs> might remember. Yeah. Uh, Basura. Yes. Mylon Sheen. Yes. On mm-hmm. the opposite side of the musical spectrum, there was another uh, post-hardcore band called Wester that I used to Oh, yeah. We know Wester. I remember yeah. Wester, for and, sure. And so uh, a lot of like good local music coming out of that scene, but you guys were like at the top of the oh, fucking sh- totem pole oh, for me, shit, man. man. I actually, Carlos, you don't know this, and it's kind of weird telling you, but Tell I kind of looked up to you a little bit. Oh, Your dude, guitar playing. You. Yeah, Thanks, and back then you were, guys were a three-piece. Oh, I, I was God. barely picking up my guitar, nice. and I'm just like, I had the, the first demo yep. uh, of Antagonist, and one of my favorite songs on that was, I don't know, if did you ever title it? Because it was called that Untitled. Was, that was the title. That was the title. Untitled. Okay. Such a stupid band thing to do. This song is called Untitled. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I tried to learn it. I mean, that was ah. one of the first songs that, you know, when I picked up my guitar, I was, I was trying to play that fucking song. So it's uh, there's a lot of that, a lot of Rage Against the Machine. Yes. <laughs> you know, when I first picked up that guitar. Hell so yeah. uh, And then you guys just started making your production, started, you know, improving. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and I... I what is it? Maybe like what six months ago, I played that untitled song yeah, on this very man. podcast. Tagged you guys on it, and what, what did you think? <laughs> You're like, who the fuck has? I this was just track? like, why does this song exist? Where does where did this come from? I haven't heard. I hadn't heard that song in fucking yeah. years, and I couldn't believe it. So yeah. it was definitely like a head scratchy moment. Like, huh? <laughs> is this, I really had to be like. Is this? I'm. I think this is us. This is definitely us. But why? (laughs) I had to like. It was like a double take. But it was. It was cool, man. Like people still have those demos, and like it felt good though to know that you know someone's still listening to that. Yeah, as as cringy as some of those old recordings are, right? I don't even trip. Oh man, I mean, they still they still hold up in my opinion. I mean, and you as a musician, you know, you listen to old recordings or old songs, and you're like, oh my lord. (laughs) <laughs> I hope no one ever hears this, right? But yeah, man, to hear that, I had to say something because I'm like, that's so damn cool, man. I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad someone enjoyed it. I'm glad someone still had it, and uh, yeah, man, that's awesome. And I'll now we're you, here. We were blasting uh, that that demo, writings on the wall. Yes, it was yes, yep. And uh, and the and the one that followed, we were blasting that in because I was in wrestling. Yeah, so the entire wrestling team was doing practice oh, while shit. those two demos were blasting, and we would weave in a little audio slave from time to time. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> but. But, uh, but man, uh, it was uh, a good time back then in that specific area. What other bands can you remember that came oh out of that God. scene? Lahan, so many. There's one band from around that time that, that they weren't from like our immediate scene, but Make Move. They Make were, Move. They were a hardcore band from LA, like South Central LA area. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's probably one of the bands that's not around anymore mm-hmm. that from back loved, then yeah. that I really liked a lot. Yeah. We played a few dope. shows with them. Yeah. But there's bands. I mean, that Skateland scene, dude, I'm telling you, any given Saturday night in Whittier, there was 500 kids at the sh- mm-hmm. at the at Skateland. And it didn't matter who, the, who was playing. It was just like, this is what, what people want. It was all ages. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that. I always said Whittier is that perfect spot between Orange County and L.A. No one wants to drive to L.A. Mm-hmm. Parking sucks. Mm-hmm. Traffic sucks. And then Orange County is just kind of far for everyone. So you go to Whittier, 500 kids any given Saturday. Antagonist would be playing. Mylon Sheath would be playing, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basura. Uh, there was this band called Thrush. Yes. That ended up, yeah. That ended sick. up breaking. Well, I mean, broke up. And the, the member of that band and the drummer Mylon Sheath ended up. Now they play in Suicide Silence, who was like major 
big metal band that fucking tours the world. Uh, who else played? You know what? I remember. <laughs> so many. Names. I remember the Plain White Tees played Skateland. <laughs> really? Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, they were really? one of the bands I remember that passed through the. What? Yeah. And were they like touring in their early days, and that's how oh, that's yeah. one of the venues that they hit that's up? Crazy. Definitely. Yeah. That's insane. I didn't even know that shit. I remember that shit. That's insane. <laughs> but yeah, like there was a lot of other. Uh, oh God. Remember Estrogen from Pico Rivera? Favorite band name of all yep. time. Wow. <laughs> Estrogen. Were they, very, um, were they very whiny? <laughs> <laughs> wow, now that you mention it. The drummer was very flamboyant. Yeah, uh, okay. he was. He okay. was. Okay. And Blackheart Eulogy is another one of those bands, and the reason I bring them up is because now they're their drummer is our bassist. His name is Colby. So yep. we played with Blackheart Eulogy, and I remember the first time they played there, they <laughs> they set their guitars on fire. Like they oh, put they, they put sponges on the top of their yeah. headstocks and set them on fire. And we're like, this band fucking sucks, but that's dope. <laughs> 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 they got better. They did. They got they got pretty good. But right on. Yeah, but uh, now, now God, like, this is one hell of a gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit. This is before the Great White Incident, by the way. The Great White Incident. Oh, was what? It really? the oh, the Great yeah, White the Incident. Great, yeah. I was like, Great White. Yeah, what are we? <laughs> I don't oh, know if yeah. you guys remember that. Yes, yeah, yeah. the pyro that yeah. went off in the yeah, yeah. That was they almost set <laughs> Skateland on fire died. and uh, <laughs> no, they were yeah. That was fun though. Skateland days were dope. Yeah, good dude. times. That's one of the first times I ever did the, uh, the, oh, the wall of death. Oh, the wall of death. The wall of death friend, when yeah. you guys were on stage. Yep. And I want to say that <laughs> Lamb of God stole the wall of death from us. I'm just gonna put it out there. Yeah. We did it first. No, we didn't. We might have done it first. But we stole it from who? Did we steal it from? <laughs> stole it from Hemlock. Hemlock. Oh Jesus! Shout out Hemlock. Whatever. Hemlock, and they stole stole it from Sick of It All or something. I'm so anyways, anyways, but we did that back in the day, and uh, Wall of Death was like the thing to see when you went to go see Antagonist at Skateland. It was brutal. A lot of <laughs> a lot of bloody noses and broken bones, and a lot of the, that was. And Antagonist at Skateland was the first time I ever took a shot of whiskey, or the first time I <laughs> made out with a girl, the fir- where I lost my virginity in the car, or whatever. So. We're, we're so you like were a, literally coming of age on we stage. We were a rite of passage, yes. <laughs> we were the coming of age on stage, and there was a lot of coming of age literally in cars. Yeah, that's that's where I was going with that. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so, Lon, you, you were mentioning that you had your own podcast as well. Yeah, so I have a podcast. Um, it's through Infinite Strength Records, mm-hmm. which is the record label that we're affiliated with. Correct. Um, they host the podcast for us. It's called Loud and Abrasive. And I also co-host that with my buddy, John Parker, who I'm in a band with called Zombie and Horse. Mm -hmm. And basically what we do is we interview local musicians about just, you know, their time in the scene. Uh, We talk about their bands. I actually interviewed Carlos for an episode about Skateland. That was that was <laughs> no. easy. Where's the button? That was yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have an episode where we kind of we get really in depth about those Skateland days. Super nerdy about it. Like. You got to be like a band geek to like, if you're not into that, you're going to be like, what the fuck are these guys talking yeah. about? A lot of food talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of talk about and food. We talk about food because, you know, me and John, my buddy, we were just big foodies. Uh-huh. So it's just hard to not talk about food. <laughs> yeah. So we just made a segment, like a dedicated Now we're just going to talk about food <laughs> and get diabetes all over again. Yeah. <laughs> but, but other than that, you know, we just like to, uh, you know, kind of shed some light about our scene over here in LA because not a lot of people are doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and the more content creators, the better. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. You know. Yeah. I mean, just to hype up the, you know, the, the community up a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, we don't know how long any of this shit's going to last. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how bands are. They, they're they here for a here year. Here today, gone today. They break today. up next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, then the guys go and they start another band. And, you know, no one ever really knows anything, mm-hmm. you know. So it's cool to have some documentation. And uh, you can find the podcast right now on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. It's called Loud and Abrasive. And you could also follow us on Instagram at loud.abrasive.podcast. Right on. There it is. Cool, man. Well, um, I'll be checking that out for yeah. sure. Uh, maybe hearing a, uh, a longer version of what we just heard oh, about Skateland. Skateland. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> yeah. Check it out. I think it's episode three. There you go. Those are the days, man. Oh, yeah. Those are the days. So tell me a little bit about yourself. We'll start with you, Carlos. Yeah. How did you come to pick up the guitar? Who were your influences? Who did you look up to at that time? Man, so I started playing guitar when I was 11 years old. And it was cool for the first like four years because I was this tiny little kid. I just <laughs> late bloomer, man. I sprouted not in, like I didn't grow like until I was like sixteen years old or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I was this little dude with a guitar I could barely hold, and it was cool playing because I I was already I was already pretty good when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And people were like, "Holy shit!" This like I would get approached by like old men that were like trying to start bands and like, "Hey, right. you want to play guitar in my band?" Like. You're like 45. <laughs> I need an adult. Like, oh, a, like a different, not you. But yeah, excuse me, sir. Um, but it was cool. And I, I started playing when I was 11. I was in like the school band in middle school. I played trumpet in the school band. So I was like learning music so there. theory and all that. Yeah, but I was, but guitar was my thing. Like, you know, this is, I want to, I basically saw, I think it was, I saw a freaking, like a green, a, it was Woodstock 94. Remember Woodstock 94? And it was Green Day. And I was like, that looks like so much fun. I want to do that. So I picked up a guitar and started playing. And then I started listening to, like, you know, Green... That was, like, one of the first albums you own, right? Dookie, Green Day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's, like, Dookie, Green Day, and then, like, Offspring, Smash. Yeah. Just still one of... Oh, yeah. yeah. Smash is still one of my favorite albums ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, like, Weezer, Blue Album. Of course. And, so good. And then I picked up a Metallica CD, and I was like, oh, well, I got to play a heavy metal now. now th- this is it. I'm playing metal. I'm going to start a metal band. And then mm-hmm. that's when, it, you know... I was in a punk rock band in junior high. And then uh, and we all did that. Yeah, once. right. <laughs> and I, we played like one backyard show. I tried. And then 14 <laughs> years old, starting high school, I met this guy. And uh, yeah, I was just listening to a lot of Metallica and like, you know, punk rock. I like I started with punk rock, then I went into metal, and then it kind of just evolved from there. And then here and there, I liked some other bands that kind of changed everything for me. Mm-hmm. Glassjaw was one of my favorite oh, bands. I remember uh, one of my favorite bands. when we first heard Strife. Strife. So there was this band called, well, there's a band called Strife. It was like straight edge hardcore band mm-hmm. that I heard from him and it was like on some compilation, right? We didn't know what hardcore was. Do you remember those punk rock compilations? <laughs> how great punk rock compilations were? Like, what was it? I think it was Cinema Beer Nuts or something like that. Something. <laughs> and they have the... Uh, it was one of those uh, hopeless records. <sighs> their compilations are the best. And they had this band called Strife, and I was like, "Holy crap! I want to play music like that. Like that sounds yeah. so dope." Yeah, yeah. We didn't know so, what hardcore was. We're yeah, just like, we were just like, oh, this is so mean. different. It sounds like metal, <laughs> like, but that like guy's pissed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's like metal, but like punk rock as hell. Like, yeah, oh, I don't know. It was so cool. So we we're like, that's what we want to do. <laughs> that's <But>, groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, and then I met this guy, and we started playing drums in high school. I had no friends in high school. I didn't know anyone. <laughs> and then, and then bit, thanks, man. Thanks. He was kind of a loner. You know? I was. Man. We just kind of saw him like sitting by himself with a Metallica shirt. We're like, this guy's got to be cool. Man. <laughs> this guy's be cool. Yeah, this is back when Metallica, you know, if you're wearing a Metallica shirt, yeah. like you were cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. well, back then, they had just, yeah. uh, I think, released that single, I Disappear or something like that. Oh that was around God. that time, if I'm not uh, mistaken. For, you know what? No, this is, this is a little bit before that. Was it? 
Yeah, so this, this is was like, like Garage was when Impossible. they released Garage Inc. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to redeem themselves for all those load mm-hmm. things. <laughs> yeah, load load was still kind of like you, out there, but it do like it didn't like totally diminish their reputation yet. S and M was out. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, it was about that. to. It was about okay, to. It was about, it was about to. Be. to. Yeah. So this is like yeah, we're still like fourteen. Garage right? Inc. was out. That was like they did their covers yeah. album, so okay. that was like cool. But um, they had a cool. Queen cover in there. Oh, Stone yeah. Cold Crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. That's a good one. <laughs> but um, and what about you, Lon? So so yeah Talk. so so uh, going back a little bit, you know, I'm about maybe let's say 11 years old or so, mm-hmm. or ten, maybe 10, you know, and I'm at a a, a little lip sync competition <laughs> at school, and I'm watching you know my my peers as they call them do a little performance. And they're they're doing a lithium by Nirvana, oh. you know, and I, and I don't know who the fuck Nirvana. Teachers is. Yeah. let them sing lithium, you know. <laughs> they yeah, not right? realize what wow. was happening. So yeah, at the part, I'm so horny. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? Way to go, teachers! And I'm just like, this, this is like kind of something different, you know. Yeah. Like I, I've never heard this stuff before. <laughs> California public schools, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. And so, the like, best. one of my buddies is like, "Hey, like, you know, my my mom has that album or something like <laughs> yeah. that, you know." <laughs> And I'm like, really? Go, That's a cool song. He's like, I'll make you a tape of it. A tape, guys. Oh, a yeah. tape, all right. Yeah. A, a fucking, tape. A recorded dubbed tape. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other side had like Poison and Guns oh, N' Roses. Oh, damn. Oh, wow. Right. You so got I, introduced to some good shit, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Lithium, smoking in the boys' room. So basically, yeah, I was just listening to like Nirvana nonstop, and I was just like, I think I want to play drums, mm-hmm. you know? And so it took a couple of years of me circling like ads in the newspaper drum kits for sale and stuff like that <laughs> until my parents they finally showed up with a drum kit one day and i was like fuck it man now i gotta learn how to play it <laughs> you know? oh yeah there's that pressure so, was on right so i had a, a friend uh-huh. who actually knew how to play lithium by nirvana on guitar okay and i called him over and then you know it was pretty much from day one like i was like well i guess i'm a drummer now <laughs> you know Fast forward a year or so, and my buddy who's playing lithium, you know, he's more into smoking pot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really into smoking pot yet. Yet. You know, the day was still young. <laughs> you know, and so I'm like barely, you know, I'm still kind of learning how to play drums. And I meet this guy, yeah. you know, and I think I'm badass. So I kind of show him that I think I'm badass. And Can I please tell you that, that story? And tell him how badass I thought I was. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you how badass this fucking guy was. <laughs> We are like, we need a drummer. We go into this guy's garage and we're jamming. Well, we're, I think we just have our guitarist. I don't even think we had started like yet. Up we were setting up and he goes, oh, wait, literally, you guys haven't seen me play yet, huh? Oh, no. Well, no, because we, <laughs> no. All right. And he just starts playing this like fast punk beat. Yeah, that's, you know, that's me. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, this yeah. fucking guy. I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, let me show you something. And I started shredding me. Yeah. No, I didn't do that. But it was fun. I was like super douchey about it. Oh, it was so douchey. But it was, it was so like, good. it was perfect, though. It was so you know? good. So mind you, at this time, I could, b- I could barely, you know, keep my right hand steady. You know, but, but you know, they, I start jamming with, uh, with Carlos, yep. you know, and a couple other buddies. Uh-huh. And uh, and we start antagonists, and yeah. so 
you know, basically the first year of Antagonist is when I really learned how to play drums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you know, you're welcome, Lon. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> but before that, it was just basically just watching Dave Grohl and Josh Josh Freeze. You know, played mm-hmm. with the Vandals in the Sweat into the Oldies video. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. You know, I used to watch that a lot, and uh, just Dave Grohl on MTV Pat playing Fish. with Nirvana, just. That guy's like animal. Just yeah, he is animal. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I call him yeah. the dark, our, the dark, our dark lord and savior, Dave Grohl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just like the best he's a, dude. He's, a champion. he's just the best dude. Yeah. He's, he's the just the best man. dude. I, I'm so grateful for Dave Grohl. Like mm-hmm. honestly, if it was for him, I I probably wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah, guys I know, I know. Right now, even though he doesn't know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh, he knows now. He's li- he's listening to this right now. He's watching us. <laughs> see you, Dave. I see you, Dave. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top top drummer of all time, Dave go. Grohl. There you go. Oh, yeah. definitely. There you yeah. go. Definitely it's one of the greats. We used to have arguments. Remember. Who was the best drummer ever? <laughs> I'd be like, no, Coming man. Coming from a guy who's not a drummer. No, like, man. Dave <laughs> Grohl, bro. And he's just like, no, man. He's, he, who was your favorite drummer? I don't remember. fucking remember. remember forever. Who cares? <laughs> Tell someone that doesn't matter. We used, we used to argue guitarist. so much. I'd be like, no, do you Dave Grohl? How would you rank them if we're, if we're talking about Ooh. it? Who, how would like your top five? Top, who's in your top, top five? five? Can you do top five? I bet you can do top three. Ah, dude, that's so hard because it's like, what what day is it today? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's Sunday. But, you know, as far as drummers go, I you know, okay. So Dave Grohl, obviously... You know, uh, one of my favorite drummers of all time is definitely Mitch Mitchell from Jimi oh, Hendrix Jimmy Experience. Hendrix, yeah. Okay, yeah. R.I.P. M- Mitch R.I.P. Mitchell, yeah, R.I.P. Poor but right. just amazing style. Just always played a different beat. Like never played the same beat twice. You know, but you always knew what song he was playing. Yeah, Mike Borden from Faith No More. There you go. He's just so unique and he influenced so many drummers. Uh, Josh Freeze, of course, because yeah. he's just a chameleon. And he's he influenced a genius. Me. He's a child prodigy, wasn't he? Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. And Last then some, one. some guys that I've been listening to lately, um, let's just say Ronald Bruner Jr. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a, a beast on drums. And his brother Thundercat's one of my favorite artists. Right Thundercat, so. yeah. So I just I always think of him as like who's like with a badass drummer on the scene right now. Yes, you know, Ronald Bruner Jr. Right on. RBG. This is a lot of great drummers, man. It's just like you said. What day is it today? Yeah, like, yeah, who's, yeah. who's coming up or who's already you know who's mm-hmm. in the limelight right now? Freaking uh, honorable mention, Abe Cunningham. No, I love Abe Cunningham. De- you know, Deftones? and it's it's yeah. I would be wrong to leave him out because his style is the first time he's so brought much. up on this podcast. That guy's a beast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, because yeah, Abe, definitely Abe is a big uh, influence well, on me. White Pony was the first album I ever listened to where all I could focus on were the drums. As yeah, a guitarist, dude. I was like, I cannot believe how good this drummer, this these drum parts and everything in this song make this damn song. The, the tone of the drums, record. first of Favorite all. Favorite Deftones record by far. Yeah, the production on him was yeah. insane. Just the tone of those drums, yeah. probably best drum tone yeah, ever. Sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm. I would I would go on record saying that's the best. There it is. You heard it, guys. Heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There it is. Bury me with that shit. (laughs) I wouldn't be doing myself a favor, at least as a guitarist myself. Who Uh, are you, top five guitarists? Oh man! So here's the thing about me and guitarists. I I'm not very much one into the like the kind of like virtuoso type guitar players. Uh I'm about I'm about taste and songwriting and. Oh, I have so much taste. That sounds so fucking pretentious. <laughs> Let me explain. You said it with your pinky out, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let me fucking rephrase that before I sound like a total asshole. <laughs> I like... Shredding's cool, man. Shredding has its place. 
virtuosity has its place, but I like a song and I like a solo that will stick in your head that you can hum back, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's the kind of shit that I love. So, of course, growing up, my two favorite guitar players were James Hetfield and Kirk Hammond, right? Of course. Metallica, okay. favorite, favorite, favorite. But, like, growing up, you know, finding out about other music, I started listening to, you know, one of my favorite bands is Glassjaw. Mm-hmm. And their guitarist, Justin Beck, was one of my favorite guitar players. Such a good songwriter. Didn't play leads, didn't play, you know, a lot of noisy kind of stuff, but just such good songs. Tasty. Tasty songs, man. Then we get back to the shred. Uh, Dimebag Daryl from Pantera, one of my favorite all time. Mm -hmm. Because he could shred, and he could pretty much outplay anyone lead-wise, but he wrote good-ass songs, too, and memorable riffs. So he did both. So uh, and I even heard from other like his peers like in interviews like saying like he could have done so much like he was even better than he showed mm-hmm. which is crazy like because he so was already like still a, remained humble and right yeah, yeah made his but, bandmates stand out too but he did exactly oh and that's another thing too every every member in that band Pantera was like the best Amazing. at what they did they were at their best drummer yeah. best bassist best vocalist they were just a powerhouse mm-hmm. um. Okay, and I said I don't like Shred, but let me tell you about this. <laughs> my, one of my favorite guitar players is Tosin Abasi from Animals as Leaders, and he is, he is all virtuoso. It's instrumental. If you ever heard Animals as Leaders, mm-hmm. you need to check them out. Okay. But we used to play with this band, Reflux, and he played guitar for that band. We used to play with them in Southgate at this place called the Allen Theater. We played with them other places, I pro- probably. Mm-hmm. But... Real good dude, real. Then we became friends, and and it was one of those dudes that's like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna be mega superstar like right. one day. And he has his own guitar line now. Like he's like on the cover of every Guitar World magazine, pretty much. Yeah, like geez. he's out of his mind. But his songs are well written songs, right? There's, the songs are so good, and you would never think that an instrumental band would like blow up and be as big as they are in a you know who wants to sit and listen to an instrumental these days right well when i you know whenever the credits appear out at the end of the movie <laughs> right <laughs> but you know what i mean attention span now especially like fucking if it ain't two minutes and it's not like you know a pop hit like i'm not listening to it like cool not me but you know but most, he's most people, yeah. fuck i don't like pop music um but he's so good he's so good and animals as leaders is so fucking good so he's I definitely there, on that list. I want there to be a, a like a candid video of you like singing some Backstreets <laughs> boys music. I was more of an NSYNC type of okay. guy. Oh, oh, my mistake. I'm more of a Timberlake Sam. type of dude. <laughs> JT. I got a story my about boy. that too. But I'm a, I met Justin Timberlake one time did, at one of our yeah. recording sessions. Probably one of the coolest moments of my life. Yeah, really right. He was a good dude. We talked about Cactus Cooler. No big deal. <laughs> Did a little pound real quick. Not a little pound, a little Cactus Cooler. Went our separate ways. And that was it, man. The rest <laughs> is history. But um, I don't even know if that was five. I don't know if that was five guitar players. Uh, what else you got? <laughs> oh, last, I will say my last one. Tony Iommi. Fucking Ooh. Black Sabbath. Uh-huh. Best riffs ever written. Damn. Period. Yeah. He's the architect, man. If it wasn't for him... None of this shit would be where it is. Talk what about it is. the vibrato. Oh, dude, talk about Ooh. he had to tune his guitar low because his he didn't have fingertips. <laughs> yeah, right. so he had, he had to do that drop tuning so he could like play. Didn't he make like little fittings to go? Over yes, he did. He did. And like he had to do it. And what? Like that was the most genius mistake of all time. Like just created doom metal. Yeah, basically yeah. he created he he wrote every riff that exists now and if like and if yeah. you're in a metal band and you write a riff now 
he did it Yo, already. Man. Sorry. Mm. He, yeah. <laughs> it's just derivative of Tony Iommi, basically. So Tony Iommi, definitely on that it's list. like any comedy. Like, The Simpsons already did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Simpsons did well, The Simpsons already predicted, like, Trump, didn't they? Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they, in they, a way, yeah. yeah. They predicted Bruce Jenner. They predicted Trump. Like, mm. dude, Simpsons. <laughs> uh, the, the ending for Game of Thrones? Yeah. They predicted no, the they didn't. Game of Thrones? Shut up. Yeah. yeah, like, the dragon was just fucking up the city, and it's just Marge and Homer, and the kids are just right there. At the that level. happened? Yeah. 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 No <laughs> I wish. Now I gotta go. I'll look back at that, because that's so... I okay. I got into Game of Thrones real late. That's that's and fine. I, I just binged, <laughs> I binged on it like in the last three months, mm. and I was just like, "What? What the fuck was I waiting for? This is I'm a, I'm a metal dude in you know, <laughs> and I don't want to watch this. Like that's that, that's like a metal dude not watching Lord of the Rings or like you should have been busy LARPing, dude. dude. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right. I should have been. Who would I have been, dude? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Oh, Lon! I, I, I only caught the last season, and I didn't watch anything prior to that, and I was still okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really? happy I didn't watch it. Oh, yeah. it's you know what? I'm happy. Why? Because everyone's everyone's disappointment. And I'm just like I'm so glad you I know never why people invested are, a second into that. Are, were you build, disappointed? I was. I was on the fence. Just say yes. Uh, hey. Like <laughs> no, because it, it look look no no look. It was an ending. It it was an ending based <laughs> off how they wrote the you know okay. the. the the show right like but it's not the true ending of how the real story of right. is end. okay okay like at i least, feel that I, I feel like they got the very last part like what the gist of it is i think that's that's pretty much what it was all right okay. here's the gist of it the guy kills his girl goes gets gets exiled up north yeah done yeah. We get and we give it to the guy that's ADA qualified for the uh, for the job. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that, so is that not what happened in the? I mean, I mean, I don't know how to they read. They didn't have a so, lot of ramps on that. You know, you know they, they didn't. No, yeah. Well, they ran out of source material at some point, right? <laughs> yeah, after this last season, like, turned into yeah. lost. He hasn't even written the last two books. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's yeah. so that's why George, I could understand that. Yeah. George R. R. Martin told them like, okay, it's gonna that's how it's gonna end. You know, this this is how it's going to end. Also, you he did guys, tell them. Yeah, but you guys got to figure out everything in between. Yeah, oh, work your own way towards it. See, I get why people. And yeah. had, had you been following it since it came out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that's where I could understand the disappointment. Since mm. I started so late, I just kind of got it all in one three month just binge. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> but like. But if you're following it that long, you and then you it, follow and then it, every little yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like you, you follow exactly. it for so long. I feel long, that. I get you, that. You get hung up on for every sure. little piece of symbolism, and then at the very end, wait, this doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> you mean to tell me you get you fucking spent eight goddamn seasons talking about <laughs> the Lord of the Light or the Prince that was promised, and you mm-hmm. didn't fucking give me shit? But God that, damn it! That's kind of why. <laughs> That's flipping the coffee table. Sorry, guys. That's kind of why I li- that's kind of why I liked it, though. Yeah, I kind of like the like the sorry ending. Sorry, we're not giving you what the fuck you want, dude. Sorry, that's In why. That's why I wish uh, Avengers Endgame would have ended differently. Just a big fuck you. I just wish just a handshake and all right. No, no, no. We'll see you later. <laughs> fucked up as Credits. it sounds. Credits. I wish everyone would have fucking died. Like everyone. I wish everyone would have died. Damn. Because <laughs> then it would have been like these, the superheroes, the Avengers gave up everything I've just to so save metal. the fucking universe. Damn. And then like maybe like one left just so they could continue the movies, right? Like Spider-Man, because he's got one coming out. So you got to live Spider-Man. You got to live Spider-Man right? and Guardians. And, okay, it's just gonna, and then the following movies are just going to be their 
perpetual torment. But of, then, like the of having survived that horrific. Experience. But like, what, freaking Black Widow died. <laughs> Who the fuck cared about Black Widow? Like, really? That's why she died. Yeah. Right? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, kill someone that matters. Sorry, spoiler. You should have seen the fucking. <laughs> movie right now. fucking who cares? I still haven't seen the last oh, one. So but I'm telling right. you exactly what happened. You're too late. Iron Man fucking dies. <laughs> Just ripped the band. I would have loved right it there, if, huh? like, at least <laughs> at least one of the other big guns would have died, like Cap, Captain America or Thor or whatever. Well, I mean, Cap. Well, Thor can't get, die, really. Thor, yeah, he can't die. Uh, which I'm kind of glad they still kept him going, especially with Dude Thor. Oh like, yeah, I think that was the best. That was funny. The best part of the that was real movie. cool, real real cool. Dude, fucking, Thor, and they even scared. gave him the costume. Yeah, the, the fucking dude costume, like the uh, cardigan and oh, the flip yeah. flops, the flip flops, the sweats, so dude. Great. But if Cap, Cap would have died, I would have been like, all right, like cool, like they they did what they needed to do to save the fucking universe. Well, shit, we're already on the next segment. Do you want to just get started? Oh shit, sorry, sorry. I love it. I love it. We just we just walk that right was, into yeah, it. <laughs> Segway too. It's like, oh well, hey, we're geeking out already. Yeah, right. well, let's get it going. So, guys, I know you've heard of the new Joker movie yes. that's coming out yes. this October yes. by Todd Phillips. Well, funny thing, there's been some actually breaking news or Ooh. some leaks on what the uh, pretty much what what it is going to be about. Kind okay. Of. So, spoiler alert, everyone that's Uh-oh. listening to this real quick. Potential spoilers, at least. <laughs> so, so from what we know, it's fairly well known that Joker will be set in Gotham City, but it seems that the film will take place in 1981. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> as a psychological thriller, the setting might not have as large of an impact on the plot as a whole compared to a sci-fi or action flick, okay. but it'll be interesting to see like a less high-tech version of Gotham. At least compared to, like, Christopher Nolan's, you Well, know? I was going to say, this is taking it back to, like, the original Tim Burton kind of. Just kind of. Kind of grimy, yeah. Yeah. Just grimy just, Gotham City. Just grimy which Gotham is, City. Which it should be, man. In the that. 80s, you're going to see some disco outfits. Oh, like, you're going to see a lot of drugs, A lot man. of drugs. A lot of coke and a lot of, dude. It's like L.A. at 8 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so just last night, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that garment district just, like, oh, shut down and God. it just becomes Fuck, Gotham City? Yeah, it does. Dude, you see all the hobos with the trash cans on fire. It's gnarly, dude. So the film will be uh, centered around Arthur Fleck, the Joker, played by Joaquin Phoenix. He's a no-name clown who works for a talent booking agency, and he'll reportedly have a social worker who keeps a close eye watch on him as a result of his serious mental issues, (laughs) as seen in the film's trailer. Uh, Arthur also serves as a caretaker for his ailing mother, who once worked as a housekeeper for the Wayne. Oh, oh there, there's the connection. That's the connection. There it is. Oh, wow. Man. So, oh. speaking of the city's prolific family, you know, the Waynes, Thomas Wayne is running for mayor, mm-hmm. and it seems he's been ignoring his former employee who tried to reach out to him recently. Damn, did her dirty. Dude, and, and so, after Arthur loses his job, he finally snaps, and he kills three Wall Street elites. Which eventually inspires him, it inspires a resistance against Gotham's elite, driving a wedge between the rich and the poor. Mm-hmm. So basically, I love the Joker. Like, what? Right? Like, yeah, he's yeah. going to be the hero? Right. Like, and that's then, awesome. While we previously reported on the rumor that, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne and Arthur are half brothers. Uh, okay, I don't know where this came from. <laughs> what? Um, it's probably not going to play out, but apparently, though, Arthur's mom was obsessed with Thomas. She never had a kid with him. It's also said that Fleck was abused by his mother's boyfriend as a child, 
And once he finds out that she was complicit, he's going to exact revenge on her. There it is. And uh, you remember that scene in the trailer where he has a gun in his apartment? Yes. Maybe he killed his mom, and that's what boom, oh, caused him to snap. Oh, shit. And it's uh, funny. It's kind of like a wink almost to the series of Gotham where like he, he pretended like he loved his mother until... Yeah. He, you know, he snaps and he's like, fuck, she was a whore. She was all this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and the movie ends with Arthur having completely lost his mind, locked away in Arkham mm-hmm. Asylum for murdering a certain key character, which hasn't been known. Mm-hmm. I, I like how, what they're doing with this because it feels like they're mixing a lot of different origins for the Joker. You know, you have the comedian yeah. aspect or failed clown, quote unquote. Um, you have the strange, how, how should I say this, childhood with a uh, abusive mom and oh, right. slash boyfriend, yeah. mm-hmm. and then he's just gonna be, he's just gonna snap, traumatized it's, kid yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, dude, I cannot wait to see if I like. I like it when they make the villain or the the two B villain somehow have some like a human quality about him, relatable, kind of like that Dexter. Yes, like like a, that Dexter quality where yes. you know he's totally a bad guy, but. He's killing bad guys. He's doing it for yeah. the, a, a good reason. For the greater good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like an anti-hero. Exactly. Yes. I love it when they do that. Yeah, and I have a feeling it's not. They're not necessarily going to portray him as an anti-hero, mm-hmm. but you're going to be. You're going to feel more, you know, related to him because, like, oh, right. yeah, this dude went through some tough shit. Right. Like mm-hmm. these guys were straight up like assholes. Like the guys that just beat him or whatever in that alley oh, that goes yeah. on in the, the trailer, subway. the subway. Yeah. 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 You know, so. It, so we're gonna be Joker sympathizers. Yeah, we're gonna be Joker maybe, sympathizers. Honestly, <laughs> he is my he is my favorite villain. Oh, like, of course, I've oh, read yeah. I've, oh, yeah. I've read some of the Batman, um, the recent Batman comics. It was Death in the Fam or Death of the Family, right. where he literally kidnaps every single member of the Bat Family. Okay, and he finds out Bruce Wayne's identity. So, like in the basement of the Batcave, he has all of them tied up with what looks like like bandages all over their faces. Okay, like sitting around a dinner table. And on their plates in front are their actual faces like, oh, skinned off in, on a plate in front of them. And then Batman's Did at the make end. that movie? <laughs> dude, dude, I'm <laughs> telling brutal. you. It's a fucking brutal comic. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Man, I'm into that. Yeah. Like, he, he, they did some metal shit. They actually had a, a metal um, arc, DC Metal. Where Greg Capullo, the uh, the artist, uh-huh. he's a hardcore metal fan. Like okay. he, you know, he he plays a bunch of metal music and stuff. And so the entire thing looks like as if you can have a metal song just playing. Oh, right dope! Yeah. That's yeah, so you, sick. You could literally, I love that. if they wanted to animate it, you can just literally have straight just metal. Metalocalypse. Yeah, metalocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, That's no, dope. DC's been doing some good shit. Nice. Um, moving on to another DC property, Swamp Thing, Fusi. Oh, my God. This Not thing, so good shit. <laughs> this thing has uh, lived and died probably within the last couple weeks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was so much buildup. Like, at least comicbook.com, everyone was like, dude, Swamp Thing's going to be the next big show. And it, the pilot was pretty good. But after, right, okay, so then right after the pilot, <laughs> they just decided, you know what? We're good. We're canceling We're it. We're canceling it. Nah. And so, so tell us what you know about the cancellation, and I'll see if I can maybe, just based on what I heard. So I, I heard that it had something to do with the mer- the current merger of Warner Brothers and Time Warner. Okay. I guess some of the properties, or some like the higher-ups, want to rethink the whole DC mm. Universe structure. Um, I don't think they think that the uh, DC Universe app or that streaming service is right. a uh, is as profitable as they 
And as, as fucked up as that sounds, I don't think that that's the truth about what <laughs> caused really? them to uh, pull out of making another season. Because this is what I heard, and I forget the source, but uh, what I read was that they were filming out in North Carolina. Uh-huh. And the reason that they decided to film this show out in North Carolina is because they can get the actual swamp kind of yeah, uh, the swamp scenery. Plans and stuff. And um, they got a shitload of tax cuts or uh, rebates. Okay. So what had happened... Was that um, in trying to apply for said rebates, there was a clerical error in which they were expecting to get somewhere around to the tune of $14 million back. Uh-huh. And due to a clerical error, they were not going to get those $14 oh. million dollars oh. back in tax rebates. Damn. So, and the show was already expensive to, to produce and yeah. create and keep going. So they were really relying on anything that they can get back, uh-huh. you know, on top of what they can. Um, recover actually, some of their losses. Yeah, every, everything. They were trying to, you know, save every single goddamn penny so that they can keep this thing going at the production value that they were hoping that they can, yeah. that they can dish out. And because of this clerical error, it just came to a complete stop. So we cannot afford to keep going with this. Oh, uh, so so that's why they pulled money. the plug. <laughs> yeah, we ran out yeah. of money. Yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, and then North Carolina was just like, yeah, sorry, nothing we can do. You know, we got, <laughs> we got your money. They're like Springfield. They're trying to do radioactive, man. But sorry, they probably right. have like a real swamp thing over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just have, so they ain't worried about it. Film, just film the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see something. <laughs> Grab the fan boat. <laughs> uh, I did hear, though, that HBO might uh, yeah. pick it up. Nice. Really? Because wow. of the, you know, they can't afford the production value and dude they just lost Game of Thrones I was gonna say maybe so. a reason for me to keep my subscription yeah <laughs> no, kidding. no more Game of Thrones and uh, Chernobyl's over if you haven't checked out Chernobyl that's one mm. another one that I recommend I'm interested in watching that new Watchmen series too Ooh, I haven't seen yes. any of it that's on HBO yeah right? yeah. yeah the trailer the trailers look pretty intriguing yeah uh, it's like I want I kind of want to see what yeah I feel like they're not giving too much you kind of have to like alright I'm not sure what this is about yet but yeah let's, let's watch let's this let's just give right? it a chance when yeah, it comes yeah. around I mean I mean why not it's I mean, it, it may may surprise us right. or may utterly or disappoint may, us. or may be terrible. <laughs> 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 I mean, has anything that HBO's just, yeah. had has, I, has I mean, it been too terrible? Like yeah, no, they've had you know what they've had a pretty good track record. At least fair to Midland, uh, some yeah. watchable. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, I mean sure. everything that they put out is pretty palatable, I mm-hmm. should say. So I mean, uh, what was that one show they had? Bored to death. Yeah. Was that them? The one? Yeah, the I one with. So. Zach Gal- or not? Yeah, Zach Galifianakis. Oh God, yeah, I remember. Um, no. Tony, not Tony Danza. What the hell's his name? Um, Tony Soprano. No, he was in Cheers. The hell am I? The hell's his name? Bro, stop! God damn it! <laughs> I'm, it's gonna kill me. I don't know. I don't Wait, know. T- what? Wait, the, Cheers? The guy from Cheers. Ted Danson? Ted Danson. There oh, it is. Ted Danson. Yeah, hey, yeah Ted Danson right. and then... Um, Tony Danza. Yeah. yeah, that's close. <laughs> Ted Danson, right. Tony, Tony Danza. Danza. That's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Same right. dude. A TD. Same dude. Yeah. 80, 80 show. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the boss? Who's the... Cheers. There it is. Same shit. Same shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, so I wanted to... I don't know if you guys saw that this new X-Men movie came out recently. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Yeah, it just came uh-huh. out, right? Yeah, this yeah. last Friday. It, uh, it did not get good reviews. I was just going to say, I, it, I feel like this one's going to flop. They, like, they said this was the worst X-Men movie out of everyone. Review-wise or like money, like how much they made or all around? All around, like the worst one. You know what it was, man? That last, was it Apocalypse movie? It it, was the fucking worst, dude. It was such a bad movie. Well, this is worse than Apocalypse. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's probably just... 
They said this is worse than Wolverine, the Origins Wolverine one. Ooh. With the, with the mouth shut Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it said, they said it's worse than The Last Stand. So, oh yeah, and I, I thought The Last Stand did Dark Phoenix pretty bad. And just right. oh, this, no. oh my God. Really? Yeah. Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, so that's shit, why I'm a little skeptical. Man. Like, I was really hoping they could at least. End it nicely, just like all right, just give me an ending. But Come on, Sansa Stark, let's I, fucking figure it out. Well, dude. I, heard, <laughs> I heard her performance was good. Right. Like there was only like the good, story. Just... The, yeah, the story itself sucked. The um, the character that Je- Jessica Chastain plays. Oh yeah, weird ass no eyebrow they, character. Yeah, <laughs> they, they said it was supposed to be like some scroll style of character, but then they had to change things because of Captain America: Civil War and Captain Marvel. So they had to like change a bit of the scene. So like she said, I was I, I I filmed scenes as a different character, but then when those movies came out, mm-hmm. why well, because it was it too similar? Yeah, because it was too similar to oh, what Marvel was doing. Shit. So I fucked up the story. They said, and yeah, Get together. God damn it. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Yeah, it is. I, I was really hoping. Yeah. Hoping for something because yeah, they haven't. They've been missing. X Men has been missing pretty bad. But but what's the real reason why X Men is not part of the Marvel? Oh, production? it's owned by Fox. It was it was originally That's owned why. by Fox, and um, along with uh, Fantastic Four. Both oh of them, God, which was another yo, pile was of a, fucking mm, terrible. Well, the one in twenty fifteen was <laughs> terrible. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, it was originally owned by them, so they could not. You yeah, know, Marvel get couldn't rights. get their hands off on those rights. Until, like, they stopped making movies. Like, they had to... If, let's say, they didn't make a movie for two years, then they lose the rights to those characters at one point. So that's why they keep yeah. dishing out. Dishing them out. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And, Stan, yeah. and Stan Lee and Marvel, because they, all, they went bankrupt in, like, the 80s, they had to sell, like, a bunch of their properties. So they sold uh-huh. the Hulk. They sold oh, Namor. Like, a lot of the yeah, Fantastic Four that stuff. That's why that was, like, eight Hulk movies. Yeah. <laughs> Because they don't own them. I think yeah. uh, Universal still owns the rights to Hulk. And that's why we have a problem. few Spider-Men, you know? Yeah, they, because they, Sony, because right. Sony owns Sony Spider-Man. Wants, you know, they want to hang oh, on God, to those so rights. so many Spider-Man movies. Yeah, Jesus and that's, th- but that's why they keep busting yeah, them out. Yeah. We got to see Uncle Ben die how many times? The <laughs> 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 same amount as uh, Martha, Martha and, and Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> however, however, thank you to the new Spider-Man for making Aunt... On May, May. Yeah. Marissa Tomei. Oh Thank you God. so much for that. Yeah. Oh my Holy God. shit! And actually giving him a, 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 an accent from Queens, right? Yeah. you know he's he's a, he's a British kid, but he, he does a pretty good New does York a pretty accent. Pretty good New York yeah. accent, and yeah. he, I love that he does his own stunts and like does all the does acrobat- he? Yeah, was it Holland? He does, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yeah, yeah he does sick. all he does all the acrobatics. Like you see, him, you see him flip up in those the are air. actually his that's webs. Actually, yeah, <laughs> those are his webs, dude. He's that smart. I can make webs too, guys. Oh shit! Those weren't Just give webs. Me a few those aren't webs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Put it away. All that over the wall. Seconds. All that stuff on the wall is not his web. <laughs> so we'll probably won't see an X Men like Disney style yeah. uh, X Men for another two or three years. Oh, I would say, really? yeah, because they got to wait three years from the from when the last property premieres or is executed before they can fully take over. Then who did the Wolverine one, the last one? That was Fox. Logan? Cuz that was Logan. That's what yes. it's called. Yeah. Holy. Cuz that right. was that might be one of my favorite like of mm-hmm. any of oh, the comic book movies. The period. Best. Mm-hmm. The so best. good. How do they just they just knock that one out of the park and then the rest are just fucking dumpster fires, man. I don't mm. understand. It's because of the two different it was two different producers. So okay. like Logan 
in the similar fashion like of Deadpool. They're mm-hmm. more independent right. directors that they right. have come okay. in. And they tell them, you can just make your own story. Like with the Wolverine. I recently rewatched the Wolverine. Oh, my God. So oh my God the Wolverine was amazing where, so where he loses good. his powers. Yeah. And you can yeah. see how vulnerable he is. Yeah. Like that, like that, that was that like the good. formula yeah. for Wolverine. That was a it's good like, one. okay, the only real way you can dehumanize Wolverine is if you just make him lose his healing power. Just make him a normal make dude. Make him a normal dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But still has like the ferocity and yeah, he'll still yeah. fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. You know, sideways. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I recommend everyone to rewatch Wolverine yeah. and Logan. I saw a fun fact the other day on Instagram that somebody posted uh, that, you know, Wolverine is such a badass, not only. The, uh, and what he can actually do, but you know he can heal really fast, uh-huh. but he still feels the pain. Right, exactly. By oh, the yeah. damage done on don't him, worry, don't forget. Of, yeah, but he still feels all that, and he can still like do what he has to do to come out of a sticky situation. The pain threshold of that man—it's just insane. He has, right? <laughs> he has every everything that could have ever possibly happened terrible to a human being happened to Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. I kind of <laughs> recommend people go actually read the Old Man Logan comics mm. because in the comics, uh, like the whole Marvel universe is all fucked up, right? And like Hulk has become like so. Like his mind's gotten so fucked up from the gamma radiation, mm. he can only have sex with his cousin, that Jennifer, the She Hulk. Okay, and they make like these inbred children that like run, like dude, like that's awfully convenient. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. Dude. Gotta have sex with my cousin <laughs> now. My cousin. <laughs> Sorry, but it's supposed to be take. This is supposed to like take place fifty years into the future. I think I saw that like, one on Pornhub. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> or oh, Logan's like I an old man. <laughs> you definitely did. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and like Logan's an old man. He doesn't use right. his. He doesn't use his claws, and that's why he ages more. Mm. Imagine how disgruntled old man Wolverine would be. Like, <laughs> yeah, get off my fucking lawn! And then he just like slice slices she- your ankle. <laughs> Jesus, no, you, you have can't. no feet now. Sorry. <laughs> but there's a part where he gets eaten by the Hulk. Yeah. What? Where he legit, like, the Hulk eats Wolverine. While he's having sex him? with the cousin. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you've read this comic, I see. I, I have. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and then Wolverine, like, heals inside his stomach and all of a sudden slices what? the Hulk out of the stomach. Yeah, it's a crazy-ass comic. I gotta start reading these comics. These comics are nuts. First, like, I have to learn how to read. <laughs> and I'll totally read these comics. <laughs> That's awesome. But bummer for Dark Phoenix, though, man. Yeah. I had High hopes, man. We all. I kind of. I, I think we all kind of had high hopes, but kind of knew like mm. it's it's over after Days of Futures Past. They peaked. Yeah, that was that, it. That was it. They should have just ended it on that. They should have because that that was them pressing the reset button on right. everything else, yeah. man. And they could have just handed it off to Marvel Studios yeah. from there. Yeah, but yeah. you got to make that money. Though. Well, they're losing it probably. But well, because of what happened with Logan. Because if you, if you look at it timeline wise. There was Days of Futures Past, and then Logan mm. came out after right. that. So they're like, dude, we got to keep the success going. That's why they so all they had those two bangers. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and that's why they threw out Apocalypse. All It's like, whoa, hold on, hold yeah. on. And that's you just so... did Days of Futures Past, and so now you want to just jump straight to Apocalypse where everything's about to end? Yeah. My two favorite villains like growing up, Marvel, were Thanos and Apocalypse. And, and I was so bummed when Apocalypse came out because it was so terrible. We got, Ivan, Apocalypse we got looked, Ivan Ooze instead. He looked so yeah. shitty. <laughs> he looked so shitty and was just so lame. And the backstory is awesome and then it's just like 
Uh, I actually would have preferred Ivan Ooze. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Oh, Holy man. shit. At least they would have teased the performance by the Power Rangers. Yeah. It'd be like, whoa, the universes are connected. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Very good, very good. Uh, well, I think we've geeked out enough things. Uh, <laughs> cool, man. Thanks. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back with a joint report and the music highlights. Stick around. Hey, everybody. I'm Josh. And the food here tagging along. Be sure to catch us on Food Bar Sports. Listen in now on Tuesdays. Catch us on any major podcast app or our own website, foobarshow.com. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Foobar Sports. Join in on the conversation, sports talk, latest rumors, and sports news. Boobity-doobity. Listen. The new single by The Fallen Electric. Listen. Listen. Here's the story. Available Friday, June 21st. Download or stream it on your favorite music app. All this time I never believe Go to thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Are you on me? Give me some, I'll smoke you two under the table. It's from the bomb. Well, guys, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, you know, what's happening in the weed universe. So, uh, have you guys ever gone to the doctor and have not known what to put on the application or to even talk to him about cannabis at all at any point? You know what? I kind of have, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, in the past, I've been like, do I smoke? I'm like, oh. What do you want to hear? Really? You know? <laughs> Should I? But uh, but then you're just like smoke what? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just say smoke what? Huh? I don't smoke tobacco. That's this right. this yeah. yeah this form is not detailed enough for me to describe exactly what I smoke. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, um, I bring that up because it's happened to me. It's happened to me where uh, many years ago I was arrested and I was like fuck this. You know I'm fighting it because they wanted to throw me in county and everything. Mm-hmm. So I you know the my lawyer, which is a great lawyer, uh, Sean Tabibian, he was on that uh, documentary by uh, uh, the comedian uh, Doug Benson. Okay. Oh, Super Jaime. Super Jaime. Yeah, he's go. featured. That lawyer is oh, featured shit. on Super Jaime. Awesome. So I'm like, let me call this motherfucker up. He's in Hollywood. Oh, dope. So I went to his office. I talked to him. I was like, this is what happened to me. He's like, "Don't pro- no problem. I'll take care of it. Nice. But I, this is what, what I need you to do. I need you to go to the doctor. Tell him that you need a note saying that you know you actually have a legitimate reason to, to use and all that good stuff. When I was talking to my doctor back then, he's just like, so he, he really didn't know a goddamn thing there was to know about THC. And we're talking, mm-hmm. this is 2011. Okay. More or less. Uh-huh. Maybe 2012. And um, I'm, I will, I'm, I'm sitting in the doctor's office, a fucking MD in front of me. Spent and, fucking 20 years in school. Exactly. <laughs> and I find myself teaching him oh what THC God. is. What cannabis is, what like actual benefits that people are claiming that they can get. I mean, obviously, th- we, we are at no, we're, we're nowhere near it being legal in any state at this point. Yeah. Decriminalization is going on, but yeah. as far as it like being recreationally right. um, accepted, it's not, it hasn't happened. I think yet. medical is barely even a thing at this exactly. point, isn't it? Yeah. 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 If anything. So, um, you know, a, 
we all have our cards, but you know the, right. the cop being a dick just kind of like rip that it thing off. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what they want. <laughs> so uh, the article that I found on Leafly.com was most doctors know nothing about cannabis, mm-hmm. and you know who can really blame them considering it's been a Schedule One drug. Yes, I mean I know we can now, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but at least uh, those. It, it's been a Schedule One drug, so it can't be studied, mm-hmm. you know, legally. You know, That's and it's yeah. everything is hearsay. All the reports are hearsay. So, at least from a medical standpoint, I can understand that it's not being taught in any of the medical schools uh, throughout the U.S. They're just so, it's mostly just taught of the negative side effects. I think in in that aspect, right? Or right, because of all the propaganda coming from it being a Schedule One drug. Can Thanks. I tell you a, a quick a story yeah. about that? By the way, mm-hmm. speaking of this propaganda. <laughs> I'm not going to name where I work or what. I'm a teacher. Okay. But we have those programs where the cop comes in and, like, we had, you know, back in the day we had Sane and Dare. Dare, yeah. Cop comes in and tells you the scary facts about drugs Mm. and peer pressure or whatever. And this cop came in and started telling the kids, you know, asking them about what drugs do you know that are out there. And someone brought up, I guess, I I wasn't there when he said this, but I had a student come to me afterwards and ask me, so, so is marijuana really bad? I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, because the cop was in there telling us that, like, there's no good uses for it, and it's terrible, and if people that tell you there are good uses for it are just lying to you. I was like, this, what the fuck is going on? And, like, I had to keep asking more questions, and I went into, like, you know, another time he came in to see, you know, what he was talking about mm-hmm. with the kids, and... Uh, one of the it was like a fifth or sixth grader asked a legitimate question. Well, what about like prescription pills? Isn't that an issue? And the, no, no, we're not talking about that. So even at the oh ground God. level yeah. of teaching children about these kinds of drugs or whatever, it's it's a bunch of nonsense, man. Yeah. And it's it's the it's totally. the old it's the old traditional like. Drugs are scary. Marijuana is bad. Don't do it. You're a terrible person if you do it. <laughs> da, 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 da. And I had to explain. You know, as a teacher, you got to be really gentle about it. Like, yeah. well, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing that when you're younger because whatever. The, the brain is still developing until yeah, yeah. you're 25. Mm-hmm. But when you're an adult, like, you kind of have your own choice. And some people need it. I know my mom was taking CBD oil to go to sleep because she's been in insom- had insomnia her entire life. Yeah. And and it benefits her. So, I mean, you kind of have to look at... Uh, I, I was just really upset. I stopped taking my class to see this guy because I was just <laughs> like, I don't like them being lied to. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you know? Uh, so, I mean, it starts from the, the ground level of just educating kids the wrong way and it's, it's fucking terrible. So. Exactly. Um, and uh, just recently, the D.A.R.E. program removed... Cannabis, as it being as it one of the sh- drugs that, you know, that, that, yeah. that they're against. So, for uh, good reason, I think, because we're seeing a lot of benefits, especially with uh, even animals, your pets. If you give them a little CBD oil mm-hmm. at, while they're having some kind of like epileptic seizure, seizures, yeah. Yeah, it exactly. chills them the fuck out. Right. They're good to go. I right. heard about like people that give their pets CBD for like 4th of July and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That. yeah. Oh, yeah. Down. We got to yeah. ramp up yeah. to that yeah. because exactly. we're already getting the firecrackers going on. Yeah, right yeah. Here, yeah. So. And the, the dogs and some of the cats can't. You know, handle all that no. noise. That's why a lot of them go missing. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's what the most missing that day of the year is. The yeah. most mm-hmm. they go missing. That happened uh, to, for my dog a few years back. Mm-hmm. I think it was Fourth of July weekend. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we were at a Dodger game, mm-hmm. and they were lighting fireworks at our house. Mm-hmm. While we were away, we mm-hmm. came back. The side door was busted. <sighs> Dog was gone. We didn't see her for like two weeks. Oh no! Yeah. Finally got her back, but it's oh, just like you, you guys. You guys, I mean, CBD oil would have been very yeah, beneficial exactly, if we had it exactly. at that point. You know, so yeah, definitely people who have 
that kind of issue yeah. definitely get that stuff yeah for sure yeah, yeah. well um, going back to the article a little bit um, I I was stunned to know that you know they they've stayed away from teaching uh, and new MDs uh, about cannabis and cannabis products that specifically 91% of med schools just won't even touch it mm-hmm. and this is a this is a number that came out of 2016 a 2016 survey that found that only 9% of medical schools had any curricular content on medical cannabis like at least to touch on it, you yeah. know, telling or at least giving them an exposure of what it is, mm-hmm. uh, at least from a from a medical perspective mm-hmm. and how it affects the body and all that good stuff. So, um, it's I mean, the tide may change and it's starting to at least as we become to legalize. Well, they have a uh, I think at the University of Colorado they have a in their um, bioengineering or their bio- biology course they have a horticultural course on cannabis Mm -hmm. which my sister's taking so she's going to learn all about the whole cannabis plants and Mm. like they they literally have courses that teach you about cannabis so if we start doing that in you know colleges and stuff and it becomes you know a real thing there then i think they should definitely transition it to the medical schools yeah i mean come on yeah you need to (laughs) you have to i mean come there needs to be so much more education on it and it's just funny because my friend here, he is an, uh, an aficionado of oh, yeah. marijuana products. <laughs> I am actually, uh, I, I refrain from alcoholic consumption and marijuana consumption or, or any sort of drug, right? Mm-hmm. Right on. But I understand why people would use it and need to use it. And I have no qualms about that. The problem I have is just education is so fucking backwards and still yeah. like in the Stone Age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the Stone Age. It should be the fucking Stone Age. And it, we need to. I don't know. We just there just needs to be so much more reform to what they're teaching. And I mean, it's such a big. part. It's always been a big part of the culture. It's just now becoming kind of mainstream, right? It's just. Yeah. I don't know. Or accepted, or it's just like you're not going to shame somebody for it now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, we know definitely. so much about the the negative or the well pros and cons of you know alcohol and you know the the negatives on nicotine and tobacco and you know cigarettes right. and and then we just know this much about marijuana right the people that know about marijuana the people like blonde or like you know you guys that use it yeah the users the users know mm-hmm. about it because they're going out of their way to research it and look about and look uh, um, you know look at articles look at you know whatever and then these doctors don't know fucking anything yeah, about it. And it's sad. It. Wasn't there also a study too that marijuana users usually don't? It's not a gateway drug. It's oh, no. like usually no. it's the end all be all for most marijuana users. Oh, like yeah. they yeah. they usually they actually say smoke marijuana rather than do all the other hardcore. Right, shit. right. Because I mean, you still get the, you get the same shit. You get a good feeling. <laughs> I and stopped feeling. drinking like the last couple of years. I've really have refrained. Probably a good like ninety five percent of my alcohol consumption, mm-hmm. and I don't think my consumption of uh, THC has doubled or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, you just find your median. You know, yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I sometimes you know I, I don't drink as heavily. As I used to, I used to drink right. like pound at least twelve beers. Yeah, those yeah. days are over for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> so it's like I find a median. Like I'll have like okay, I'll have like three beers, and then I'll have you know I'll smoke like two J's or like you know have like three deaths. Right, right. It's like cool, I'm right there right. in the metal mellow center. So it's just like as long as everyone understands their limits, right, and doesn't get stupid. But that comes from education. Yeah, right? that comes from learning exactly. about what you're putting inside your body. We know everything, every little thing that's in every. Anything that you drink or eat, we know, oh, well, this causes this and this causes that. We, you know, like, why the fuck can we learn that about marijuana? See, I, see, I have a or simple t- rule in life. 
Don't be stupid. No shit. And don't fuck shit up. No or, shit. The mantra cool. of this show is don't be a dick. Don't be don't a be dick. dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick. All, don't in be a, mo- all in moderation. Man. Yeah. Just don't, like don't yeah. be a dick and ruin it for everyone else. Just be cool. If you're like, gonna be if you're gonna be <laughs> fucking up your life and fucking other people's lives up with whatever substance you're taking or whatever you're into, you're gonna do it regardless. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes it easier, maybe. But that's on you, man. Like figure it Take out. Take responsibility exactly. for your own actions. Out, if you man. know what you're doing, then you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yep. You know exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think it's just about time that, you know, we let adults be adults and yeah. uh, let the education process take, you know, take its course. And yeah. uh, everybody needs to kind of read up on it if we mm-hmm. want to be responsible citizens. So. Look, Correct. we don't need Miss Reverend, Reverend Lovejoys around here, okay? <laughs> like, let's, uh, no. let's keep that in The Simpsons. Thank it's you very rough, much. It's rough, man. We live in a very conservative country, so yes. it's, that's, yeah. that has a lot to do with it. <laughs> Cool. Well, that made for a good joint report, I thought. Yes, Smoke weed every day. You yeah. got it. Well, let's finish this off with the music highlights. Well, fellas, you guys have a new EP coming out. Yeah. Yes, we do. What is it called? It's called, <laughs> speaking of which, it's called Human Failure. <laughs> <laughs> we were just about to name this show Human Failure. <laughs> <laughs> we were first starting out about a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we left it open for you yeah, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks for letting us have that one. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, we have an EP coming out uh, July 18th. It's going to be released digitally, any every platform yeah, possible. Everywhere. Digitally. And then... Uh, July 19th, physical copies. Can you believe there's still such thing as compact discs? I can believe copies. We didn't, yeah, exactly. So there's these things called I'm waiting CDs. For the yeah, there you go. That's a big thing now. You guys got an A track. I'm, I'm a collector. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, we didn't print that many. Two, for obvious reasons. Well, two reasons. One, because who the fuck buys CDs anymore? But two, keep it limited. It kind of makes it kind of something yeah. to collect. It's if, only if two you're songs. Into that. It's yeah. only two songs. Yeah, so right. we have like, we made, I think we. Press 300 copies, so get them, you know, while they're still there, and it's cool to have. But yeah, digitally, July 18th, uh, it's two songs, and I think we're gonna hear them today, yeah. right? I yeah, think man. So. Yeah, I hope so. You're gonna hear them first. No <laughs> one else. No one else has heard them you besides sent me the, the band, right songs, so right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think so. All right. Well, these first two songs that we're gonna hear is this first one's called Kill Count. So let's yeah. check this one out. Woo-woo.
That was sick, dude. Track one of two. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a particularly short one for yeah, you guys, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind mean, of, yeah. You guys yeah. kind of, your sweet spot's what? Three, four minutes, give or take? About three, four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's changed over the years. I think our last couple releases have been a little more straight to the point. Just Yeah. Fucking, right? Yeah. But, um, but the next song, I think, is... Probably like four minutes long. Yeah. So there you go. So we still do it. Make, it makes up for it. <laughs> there you go. There well, you this go. next one's called Benediction. It is. Let's check it out.
Yeah, when I heard that in the car on the way to work, dude, I was blasting the shit out of it. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> Dope. Digging it, dude. Hell yeah. Fucking dude. digging it. Thanks, yeah, it sounds great. Um, is there uh, is this a small piece of a bigger thing, or is this just kind of like a, a nice little neat package of an EP? Well, it's no, it's only a two song EP. It's a little nugget, but okay. it kind of is a smaller piece of a bigger piece because we're currently rehearsing and writing our full length, which okay. we hope to record by the end of this year. If if we work real fast, we'll get it out by the end of this year. But if not, beginning could, of next but year. Knowing us, you knowing us, <laughs> no, we just got our, we just got a lockout. In Anaheim, and we're getting rehearse and jam mm-hmm. as much as possible. Yeah. So, hopefully, that'll come out by the end of this year. It should, if not, beginning of twenty twenty. I, w- I would, I would say, 20. let's count on early twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll probably record it by the end of the year. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost positive. Yeah, we'll but it's it. just kind of a hey, motherfuckers, we here. We're gonna write you some music, and we're we're still here and kicking it after yeah. twenty plus years of. We're not dead yet. Not yet. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Not yet. Mm-hmm. It, it's crazy to think that it's been that long yeah, that you guys, uh, yeah. and at least that long for me to be to <laughs> discover you guys when right. you were still a three piece band. Right, man. Yeah. I was just showing you the the EPs or yes. the, the albums from back when you guys were a three piece band. Yep. Right now, and you're like, God damn, I don't even remember those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, man. So those, I mean, we did all these demos back then, and yeah, now we're, as a three piece, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So those are those are some good times. You, you were rocking it, man. And, uh, <laughs> and well, let, let's go back in time, man. This one that you told me to play for uh, for today is is out of two thousand eight. It's called Awake, right? Out of yeah. Exist. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, let's uh, take a gander on this one. All right.
Yeah, dude. I could be playing Call of Duty listening to this yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. down, you brought up earlier, you used to listen to it during wrestling. I think we got to get sponsored by some like wrestling, wrestling, I don't know what, but Federation I know, ki- I, I, yeah, because I know, who's the one I'm thinking of? Alex, remember our, our buddy Alex, he was, uh, he, was, he was in the wrestling team in high school and okay. this is what they used to listen to in the locker room, is, <laughs> well, used to bump antagonists. My cousin's wrestling now and I think he was... Mentioning something. See? That, yeah. It's like wrestlers everywhere listen to antagonists. You got to listen thing. to some solid fucking metal. Right, you right? Get your up. <laughs> I want to fuck you up. I want to crush your you face. You, man. Hell yeah, man. So. It's good stuff. So back in 03 when I was, or yeah, like 02, 03-ish when I was in wrestling, one of the, right. as soon as this song started playing. It's so beautiful <laughs> inside yeah. the mind of a murderer. <laughs> I can Dude, you know wrestling practice is going down. Oh, yeah, dude, this is playing throughout <laughs> this whole thing. Oh, that's, my God. That's baby Carlos right there. It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't old, do that no more. How old are we, dude? How old are we? We're like 16, 17. Holy shit. Something like that. Yeah, we were. Yeah. All, all, it was all downhill from there, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. My drums never sounded so good. I know. <laughs> I don't think my balls have d- had dropped by, at that point. I think I was still like growing pubes and stuff. <laughs> still coming <laughs> right, right, writing songs about girls. Like, get out of here! Stop that! But you were still fucking shredding like the festival, <laughs> dude. Oh my god! God damn, dude! dude. Like you guys, you guys were tearing it up back oh, then. Thanks, for sure. man. Holy shit! That's we tried, man. <laughs> <laughs> stroll, back, stroll down memory lane, man. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. It was yeah. different back then, though. You know, it's like you could just be a kid in a band back then. Like now, it's different. Like you can't just be a kid in a band. Like you got to be on fucking Instagram and you got to be a social you know, media influencer. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's got to have a brand. Man. You know, like. I yeah. have zero face tats, guys. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> I, I don't fit in. You know, back then you took whatever you had and just made music with Those it. Those are the now days of like... going in front of venues and passing out paper flyers. Yeah, and, dude. And, and demos. <laughs> like, please listen to our band. I used band. to do that. Listen. Yep. I yep. used to be that guy. Like, We're saying, still... hey, antagonist demos, three bucks. <laughs> I would fucking give them away. <laughs> Shit. I burned these on Fuck my computer. I burned these on my computer, <laughs> which took... Ten minutes to burn one CD. Here you yeah, go. I was trying to buy weed back then. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought that up to the other day. Remember, remember the days when you actually like it was a thing where you had to like find your guy to you know that oh, you're buying yeah. from, and it was like yeah, keep it all thing. secretive. Now you just go to the store and buy weed. Yeah, like, right. the, 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 I'm gonna go to the shop around the corner. The mystique, the mystique's gone. Man. Yeah, back then you had to wait for the antagonist show for the weed guy. To show up. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you hung out. There's there's plenty of kids. Well, here. Even when I handed you guys the five or ten bucks to get your demo uh, it still looks shady <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely shady dude. hold on let me pull these out of my backpack right here yeah exactly yeah. fuck yeah holy shit it's, it's still shady uh, now we're swiping cards <laughs> I know. it looks more legit because we're using cards now, now there's a paper trail <laughs> same shit yeah now they got they got me on fucking oh yeah. my god that's now okay. they're making sure I'm not grossing 10 G's <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm the tags <laughs> damn it <laughs> yeah they always want a piece of you yep. <laughs> <laughs> well guys um i would be remiss if i didn't let you guys just fucking plug all your socials oh, and, your yeah. oh, yeah. and all that good shit so go for it nice so we are on all the social medias we are on uh, inst- ig facebook twitter 
the handle is at antagonist metal on all of those. Mm-hmm. We also have a band camp, which uh, people still have, I guess. Antagon- yeah. Antagonist people metal. Like camp, yeah. yeah, so we're on there, and I, our, we have EPs and stuff and merch. Mm-hmm. Um, InfiniteStrengthRecords.com. That's the label we're putting out our new EP on. Uh, they put out a lot of other great shit, so check them out. Uh, if, if you're interested in any of those high school demos, <laughs> oh. they're on SoundCloud. Oh, they oh. are. All right. Yeah. I fucking, I guess We're, they are. I was going to say, come see the FUBAR show. <laughs> or come see the FUBAR show. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah, in line. You know, that's that's the little Easter egg. Get in line. Yes. You know, if you really want that, it's on SoundCloud. <laughs> and I'm sad that it is. So thanks a lot, Lon, for that. Don't be, man. That's great. Still great music. I'm pretty sure I ran it by you at some point. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess we... I guess the other thing to plug is our EP release show Mm -hmm. is also July 19th, which is the same day the physical copies are released. July 19th, it's a Friday. It's at the Regal Inn in Lakewood, California. The Regal Beagle is a little scummy bar that we play at, and it's Mm. fun, man. There's good shows there. Black Sabbath Donuts. Yes, they have Black Sabbath Donuts next door. Don't even ask. It's stupid. The Regal Beagle. It's the Regal Inn. We call it, you know, it's the Regal Beagle. And um, (laughs) it's tough. There's going to be a lot of great bands, antagonists. Uh, Blood Scribe from Boyle Heights, um, yep, yep. Psychotic Scum, also from Whittier, correct? They're from that area. Yeah. They're from our area. They're they're an all female thrash punk hardcore band, so they're pretty dope. Crossover, crossover band. Uh, okay. And then uh, hungry, hungry, ass youth. hungry ass youth, who's a hardcore band, also on Infinite Strength Records, who literally all their lyrics are about eating. That's why they're called Hungry Ass <laughs> About food and, and being I think fat. their logo is like a pizza, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking amazing. It's like the Crass logo, but with a pizza inside. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Hungry Ass Youth and... Um, and then Influence. Influence, also buddies. from Ball Heights. So yep. there you go. So that'll be a fun show July 19th. We are also... Can I keep plugging? Can I just yeah, keep doing Yeah, do it, man. Yeah, I'm doing it. Got time. Lon is setting up... Or, well, we have a residency at the Doll Hut in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. So, Lon, you want to talk about that? Because you're the one doing it. So, we have a Monday residency during the month of July at the Doll Hut. Middle Mondays. Which is a a little punk rock dive bar in the city of Anaheim. Yep. So, if you come every Monday, you'll find us playing. The first Monday, we got fully booked already. We got a Zombie Eating Horse, which is the other band that I'm in with with our other guitar player, Roland, (laughs) who is not here today. But uh, it, it'll be Zombie Eating Horse, Antagonist, uh, Blood Scribes playing that one too. Yep. A couple other buddies are playing that. And then we also have, um, what, what's the next show? The 8th? I think, is it the 8th? The next July. Yeah, I think, I think it's the 8th. <laughs> but anyways, that one is actually like a touring uh, package. Touring package that's playing with us. Yeah, July 8th. So um, we're, we're working on all the dates, but basically every Monday. Every in Monday July, in July, we're playing the We will doll be hut. at the Doll Hut. Yeah. So not everything's. Set in stone quite yet, but we'll be there. Well, the we'll, we'll Antagonist is definitely set in stone for all those dates. But yeah. any Monday night <laughs> there, you'll see us and another lineup of cool ass local hardcore metal punk rock, yeah, heavy type music bands. And so, so just keep a lookout on our Instagram and all of our, you know, all our socials. We'll have uh, updates regularly about the. The lineups. Add us, friend us, follow us, whatever. Mm. I don't know what to call it anymore. Follow? <laughs> follow? What, sure. Whatever you do. Adding is like MySpace. That is my <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> Oh, my God. Put me in your top ten, guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was number one last week. Why am I number two? Oh, oh, oh right. Yeah, that, would, that would create. Wait, hold on. Like, that, that was like the new level dude, of. Dude, that was so uh, horrible. Uh, you about, uh, no, of speed, of speed dial. Remember back then uh, it was speed dial? Wait, I'm number two. I'm number three oh. on your speed dial? 
yep. out now. Yep. Do you That's know how many friendships <laughs> ma- MySpace top ten just destroyed? How many Dude, friendships so were many. shattered? Like, excuse you. And then they upped it to the twenty five. I'm like, okay, look, that's too right, much. Yeah. All right, I don't, I don't need them to think <laughs> they're that. <laughs> <about MySpace. laughs> I'm the only motherfucker who remembers that when the movie Three Hundred came out. Yes, mm-hmm. the movie Three Hundred. I remember. They, I know that you, you can only have so many pictures on your MySpace, but they and let then, you have three hundred pictures. Three hundred yep, pictures. I remember yeah. that shit. <laughs> they I funded remember. that. For MySpace, I remember uh, that. I do remember that. Yeah. 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 I remember that shit. <laughs> you only were able to have like seven pictures yeah, or something for the longest time, like right? Yeah. yeah. Fucking rest in peace, yeah. MySpace. <laughs> rest in peace. I think it's still out there, isn't it? It's not the same. Didn't they just lose all the music? They lost all the music. Yeah, all I the think music they deleted, was deleted all the messages. All the, everything stuff. gone. Mm-hmm. The pictures. Yeah. Are so, so all those pictures of you guys, the scene kids with the this hair and the fucking. Don't worry, it's gone forever. You guys no, the, are the safe pictures now. are still. You're there, not I safe. I just saved them all. So sorry. <laughs> the entire Ollie. generation's worth of local music is just out. It's done, dude. Like, yeah. It's a Lost. bummer. That's it really sad. is. Yeah. There was nothing better than your playlist on your freaking front page, like your songs to play, and then oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Dude, I had <sighs> fire playlist on there, dude. Some fire. Fire ass playlist. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, MySpace taught me uh, how to code, how to do HTML. There you right. go, yeah. man. Because you can customize your front page and everything. Thanks, Tom. And now no one knows shit <laughs> I about know. it. Nope. And if you didn't have any friends, you at least had Tom. Yeah. yeah. Right. Had Tom. Tom is everyone's friend, man. <laughs> no, no. What was rad about MySpace is that you could be friends with pizza. You know, like, that's what was rad. Did like, pizza have a profile? Yeah, dude. Like, you can be friends with a fucking hamburger on MySpace. <laughs> that shit was dope, dude. Fucking Facebook don't got that kind of love. Sorry, F no, book. Like Blow, no, like blowing that. it, F book. Figure it out. Not, no one wants to be friends with each other on Facebook. <laughs> I don't want to know what that other person's doing. <laughs> if they're having a good life, so be it. But get yeah. out of mine. <laughs> Sorry, Facebook. Nobody wants to see videos of your kid. Sorry. Yeah. Look, okay, I'm done. I can see it now. It's great. It walks. Yes. Now leave me alone. I get it. Two seconds. Finish it. Well, Facebook, eh, Facebook took a turn when everybody's mom started getting a Facebook. Oh, jeez. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Everything becomes not cool when your mom or dad start like. Well, actually, it. I think the cool kids started becoming moms. That's it's, what I was going to say. <laughs> they just started becoming they just parents. Started yep. becoming and then they parents. became Shit. the moms. No, too. no. Shit. When Facebook went down the hill for me, it was when my grandparents decided. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I still have a pending request <laughs> so from my what's... grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. What do you, what do you, what do, you do? It's in your queue. What do you do in that situation? I don't know. My girlfriend asked me to. She's like, your grandma friend requests me. I was like. Just accept it. Just. <laughs> well, if I you ignore it, they can still follow you, but they're not necessarily right. friends. What's, yeah. the, what's right. the age cutoff? Like, when do we say, you know what, we can't have a Facebook anymore? Now know. I'm too old for this they're shit. They're 99. Dude, is it? <laughs> shit. When they yeah. don't know how to use the computer, just don't go, don't, just don't have But, a like, Facebook for us, why don't we gonna have to cancel our account at some point? Dude. Oh, I'm sure, we'll, like, when we're older. Legacy account. Yeah. <laughs> legacy account. You've been in Facebook. Facebook for 50 years. Oh Isn't it going to be sad? Like, yeah, right. So what's the 50-year the anniversary video they make look like? What's that? You know, it's like cobwebs <laughs> you, and shit. You've been, friend, you've been on Facebook for 50 years. It's a bunch of tatted get, up grandpas. Get a fucking, <laughs> get a goddamn life. Get off this now. Oh, That's going to be sad. It's yeah. gonna, you're going to see a lot of old bros. Fuck oh. yeah. <laughs> no, Remember God. the people you used to know? <laughs> people that you used to Not know. People you may know. People you used to know. It's like an obituary. Everyone's passed on Facebook. <laughs>
Good times. Oh, yeah. Good shit. times. Oh, man. Well, hey, this has been a fucking slice of heaven. Hell know? yeah, man. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of a slice. Yeah, yeah. There was mention of pizza. I know, I know. Yeah. Friends with pizza. Yeah. Slices. It's all good. It's all full circle, guys. Pizzas are circles. Well, you know. hey, uh, I wish you continuous uh, success. Thanks, guys. Uh, moving forward. Appreciate you know, it. very, very uh, excited now that I know that there is actually a bigger piece to, uh, to come out maybe early next. Next yeah. year Hell for yeah. an album, Hell so yeah. it's gonna be great. Been following you guys for years, so this has been a this has been a fucking treat. Quite a thanks, treat, man. quite yeah. a treat indeed. And you, and you guys are fucking dope to talk to. Oh, man. thanks, yeah, man. Yeah. Likewise, man. Cool, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. good ass time. Cool. Well, everybody, follow uh, Antagonist on all of your socials. Check them out. Uh, get their merch. Uh, do a quick plug on that podcast you were telling us about. So, so the podcast is loud and abrasive right now. It's only available on SoundCloud. We're working on it. You know, getting it everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could also find it www.infinitestrengthrecords.com People still have websites. You can go to that website (laughs) and you can find a direct link so you don't have to wade through the world of SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. IG IG handle? Uh, Instagram handle is loud.abrasive.podcast And then you could also find me on Instagram at Londe Zombie, and you could also find you know the band's links and the ladies, links ladies, on there. send him foot pictures. He has a foot <laughs> fetish. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> anyways, as, as long as it has a slice of pizza on your foot, <laughs> yeah. I have a pizza foot fetish. I have a yeah. pizza, pizza foot. <laughs> Actually, it's just really a pizza fetish. <laughs> I like I like foot of pizza, like, like a, a foot, whole foot, oh, a whole pizza. foot, oh, oh, twelve yeah. inches of pizza. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Thinking about it right now. This went off the rails. <laughs> I don't know where in this guy. Give me those twelve inches of pizza. But yeah, you, you could find us on there. We, you know, we talk about pizza. You know, we, we talk about music. You know, we talk about all kinds of cool stuff. So it's loud and abrasive. We're we're trying to put it out there. Uh, you know, as much as possible. We just started season two, actually. Sweet. Oh, nice. So we got some cool guests the coming revenge. up. Yeah, <laughs> electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. Revenge of the podcast. Revenge of the podcast. Yeah. I'm an abrasive to electric boogaloo. I so love yeah, it. Check it out. <laughs> uh, we we basically just talk to local musicians, but you know we're kind of open to anybody, really. Awesome. So nice. Anyone that's uh, loud and abrasive. There you go. <laughs> there you I go. Oh, there you are, dude. That fits your that fits your profile. So I am well. loud and abrasive. Yeah, yeah sure. Right. Is. <laughs> and or sometimes. And well, yeah. both. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, guys, thanks again for being on the show, and yeah. uh, you know uh, we look forward to the next time. So. Thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod of most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. I've been Joe City. I've been Josh. And for the boys, Carlos Orlando from Antagonist. Yeah. Don't be Ooh. Ha, ha, ha.